0: <laughs> All right, welcome everybody. This is uh, the Man Up Podcast, podcast number 68. Awesome. We're so glad you're here. And where is here? Here is Sugarland Baptist Church in Sugarland, Texas, which is right outside of Houston. So if you have a globe, take it, spin it around, put your finger down, find Texas. On the southeast side is Houston, southwest side of Houston is Sugarland, and that is where we are at. This is the Man Up Adult Bible Fellowship is the root of this and this is the podcast from it. We're not pastors, we're just regular guys. This is a spiritual oasis. Each of us are going on this individual spiritual journey just to make our life better. And you get to talk about things and we do here in Man Up in this podcast that you don't get to talk about anywhere else we're just regular guys and we want you to come along for the ride as well. Typically what we do is we do a lesson, probably one that you might even be familiar with. We talk about it with our panel and do a panel discussion. And the thing about it is, and I'm gonna introduce the panel to you. Each of these guys not only has a profession, but they also have an avocation, and you might identify with one of them or the other, we are on iTunes. We are on Facebook. We are on Twitter. We have a website. It, look up "Man Up," a spiritual oasis for men. And you're, that's where you're going to find us. So my name is Bill Cox. We are in the Connect 360, and this is our, this is the very first of our study. And you know the thing about it is we just finished with First Samuel. And that was the study of the book of Samuel. This, however, is on theme. And the theme is rescue and redemption. So we're going to be bouncing around. <clears throat> and the people that are going to be bouncing around with me, I'm going to go ahead and introduce them right now. <clears throat> it's the the all-star panel that we got here today. We got policy writer and professional gambler, Mr. Steve Titch is here. Hey. Hey. And he is an attorney, but he's also a prosecutor, so he can defend you or throw the book at you. We call him the judge. Michael Cropper is here. Hi, everyone. And he is an insurance guy, but he's also a good guy. Mr. Kyle Trahan, our class deacon. Good evening, all. And he's a professional trainer, but we call him the professor because he is just a really smart guy. Robert Koshu is here. Good evening. What I'm going to do is I'm going to turn it over to the judge here to talk about the very first lesson, The Lord Will Provide, Lesson 1, and we're focusing uh, in Genesis. Uh, Judge.
2: All right, uh, folks, really I I just want to talk a little bit about the uh, history before this lesson. Kyle, in fact, taught our class on Sunday. About the lesson itself, which we're going to be going into. Uh, we are going to be talking about Abraham and Isaac, and the lesson drops us right in the middle of their lives uh, after Isaac has been born, possibly a teenager. Now, those of you who don't know about Abraham, he is the father of the Jews, the father of the Israelites. And uh, he is the son of Terah, he has a brother named Haran, and he has a brother named Nahor. And God calls apparently God calls his father to move his, two, his three sons into another land, and they move to Haran. Now, Abraham himself is called out of Haran by God, and God promises the following promise, uh, and, and you'll find this in chapter 12 of Genesis. Uh, the Lord says to Abraham, Get out of this country from your family and from your father's house. He actually tells him to move away from his dad and his brother and go to a land that I will show you and I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and I will make your name great and you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and I will curse those who curse you. And, and all the families of the earth, they will be blessed because of you. Okay, Abraham takes a wife, her name is Sarah, Sarah is barren, and this is, oh, about, they're about 75 years old at this particular time. Well, they go on a ways, and when they uh, uh, reach a point, Abraham asks the Lord after a period of time, I mean, we don't know if it's 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, but he again asks the Lord about these nations that we be blessed to him and his offspring, and he says, is it going to be one of the servants in my house? Is it going to be one of my my managers of my household, because Abraham is rich. God has made him rich. And God again tells him, says, no, I will actually bless you with a son. And I don't have the exact scripture, I apologize. But he tells Abraham again, I will give you a son, and he will be from your own loins and from Sarah. And he is to whom the blessing will be provided for you that I read earlier where the descendants of abraham will be the country of israel and from that the nations will be blessed even all over the world and many of us believe that of course jesus christ is from that particular line and that particular prophecy or that blessing from god was speaking about christ eventually okay and uh... as far as that then we go to the lesson today
0: excellent excellent and uh go ahead and this is because it's man up and we understand that men are busy we do something that is uh not typical but we give the your basic summary ahead of time so I want to go ahead and uh start with Steve Titch uh, talk about the lesson and uh, your overall impression of it well it's of
3: course one of the most difficult lessons in the in the Bible, let's say, let's and because especially when you get into the Old Testament, there's a lot of difficult stuff in the Old Testament. This is we've been beating around the bush. This is Genesis 22, 1 through 19. This is the story where Abraham, where God calls on Abraham to sacrifice his son, Isaac. Um, and what it comes down to is a lesson in obedience. Uh, Abraham is it is a test for Abraham and.
4: Mm-hmm. Absolute it is question. a God yeah.
3: who tests Abraham in, in a very difficult way, and um, well, I'm looking forward to working through it. Um, I'll, I, I saw some of Robert's uh, cheat sheet hit and I won't step on it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, too,
0: but I'm looking forward to talking through it. That's the gambler. That's the gambler trying to get an edge, <laughs> yeah. Uh, professor.
5: Yeah, this Let's uh, talk about those notes. Yeah, and <laughs> Steve said this. This is one that can have a lot of consternation to it. And and just to tell you, so the historical identified location where this actually occurs plays a huge role in the future. So this particular location evidently becomes a threshing floor in what is now the city of Jerusalem. Yeah, Mount Moriah. Yeah, where Solomon, David bought it, Solomon built the temple on it, Jesus cleansed that same temple yes. later, and now the Dome of the Rock Mosque sits on it. So this is actually a seminal location for three of the world's monotheistic religions, the great three monotheistic religions of the world, all center around this story. And as Steve said, it's a test. you know, And it's a test of Abraham as a faithful follower of Christ, and it's also a test of Abraham as a leader.
4: Kyle, you know blind faith is one thing, this is a whole other gambit <laughs> if you ask me, I mean it's it's. I, we, we don't have children my wife and I so it's a, an even harder concept for me to wrap my head around because I don't have the yeah. child but put any loved one in that same scenario sure. and you more or less can wrap your head around it. But man, you know, to be called to even fathom this kind of a sacrifice and know you are supposed to carry it out. There's plenty of times we are given things that we don't like. Well, they're just there. This is what happened. You're going to fall out of an attic today. And it just happens. This, he's got to walk three days Thinking about it. Thinking about what God has called him to do and the hardest thing in the world.
5: And and being questioned. And being questioned by his son along the way, where, you know, because they've got all the, there's not a scarcity of wood. It is kind of an Mm -hmm. arid desert environment. So they're pulling along a donkey with a bunch of wooden supply strapped to it. And the boy's going, where's the sacrifice? We've got to have a sheep. Where's right, the, right, the sacrifice? Right, <laughs> you know? tough, tough story.
0: Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to uh, read the lesson, which is uh, Genesis 22, 1 through 19. I just want to throw something in uh, real quick. In the uh, Man Up Adult Bible Fellowship, my 20-year-old son was in there.
4: Yeah.
0: And it's amazing the difference hearing him talk about the story as opposed to from my point of view and that was quite interesting so we're gonna go ahead Genesis 22 1 through 19 sometime later God tested Abraham he said to him Abraham here I am he replied then God said take your son your only son Isaac whom you love and go to the region of Moriah sacrifice him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains I will tell you about early the next morning Abraham got up and saddled his donkey As the two of them went on together, Isaac spoke up and said to his father, Abraham, Father? Yes, my son, Abraham replied. The fire and the wood are here, Isaac said, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Abraham answered, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. And the two of them went on together. When they reached the place God had told him about, Abraham built an altar there and arranged the wood on it. your only son, I will surely bless you and make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as the sand on the seashore. Your descendants will take possession of the cities of their enemies and through your offspring all nations on earth will be blessed because you have obeyed me. Then Abraham returned to his servants and they set off together for Beersheba and Abraham stayed in Beersheba. I can just tell you guys right now, <clears throat> wouldn't happen. I would not be able to do it. It's one thing about obedience, but there's another thing about sacrificing. I I have an only son. I'm an only son. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely different. If the Lord wanted a sacrifice, I would offer myself before i'd offer my son there's just no way and so the thing about and, and i know this lesson is about obedience there's just things some things that i mean i'll be uh, no church answer for me
5: well and and wouldn't and, do it and, and i'll go even further because so we always think of this as a little boy, and we celebrate, and we're, Bill and I have children about the same age, My right, early, right, right. one of mine is the same age as Bill's daughter, mm-hmm. and the other one is older than his two children, and the older one called us today because he, in essence, got a promotion at work today, and you celebrate those victories with your children, even at, he's 27. You know, and I'm like, sure. Well, I guess I owe you a big dinner. <laughs> you know?
4: Right, 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 right.
5: So, but it's, and, and so that connection never even breaks as you go through. But I'm also at an interesting spot because my two boys are the last koshi. There are no koshoes after them. Right. So I always, my, my, my wife jokes that her job in life was to devote the air and the spare, <coughs>
1: Yeah.
5: <laughs> to have offspring to carry <laughs> the name on. Right. But So I also get that from that from this lesson. Because this is the boy God said, because he told Abraham, look, I'm going to give this land to you and your descendants, and y'all are going to be great and awesome, and everything is there, because I made the covenant with you, and now you're telling me to kill my kid? <laughs> you go, time out. I'm, I'm kind of with you on this. Well, yeah. you're
2: talking about something important really here. Right. And Robert, uh, Steve has said this more than once. You guys love your sons. Your sons have not... Rebelled? Your sons have not done anything. They follow you in the Lord. I mean, we're talking about the same thing here that we see in the Scripture. Apparently, Isaac followed Abraham, and he was his possibly his best friend. Right. And and right. When you get close to your son that way. I know Steve has mentioned, Robert has told us many things they've done, right. and we have Andrew in the class. You can get so close to that son if he follows you in the Lord that that you can't picture having somebody else as a best friend. So that that is really important that you that you love him so much. It's another thing if the kid's going off and doing drugs and running away and rebelling and, and you're See, chasing I think him down all
5: the I think, time. I think, then, I think then your love is even more encompassing in you. I mean, you, I'm Mr. Tough Love. I'm, I'm the guy who I'll kick my kids in the butt when they need to be kicked in the butt. at the same time I'm going to try to rescue them along the way it's one of those I'm going to do the rescue and kick you in the butt all at the same time (laughs) this this
4: is also part of the Bible where God is more pronounced in his talkings to people I mean you know uh, you've, you've got plenty of times that an angel has come I mean come on you know, are you really going to dispute that an angel poof there he is Or God saying, Abraham. Yeah. You know, whatever. You know, so is, was there a difference? And that's, you know, again, I know I've expressed that, you know, I always have trouble understanding the stories or if they're real or if they're, you know, a a story to bring upon the meaning, you know, to get you to think in these ways. Um, He just knew it was the angel of the
3: Lord somehow. Right, and it uh, says or, it very clearly. well. It's objectively <laughs> given, right? In the it, it doesn't right. say Abraham thought it was an angel. No, it. exactly. It's, it is exactly. all presented in exactly. in the narrative. Yeah. So, uh, what? Yeah, I don't know if I could do it. I, in fact, I tell you, I couldn't do it. Yeah, um, but if God
4: Himself came and said, Steve. This um, is what you're gonna do. Well, and, and, this and, and has, if you've well, had this, this, this relationship the, already, this
3: is the this is where the faith aspect comes into yeah. it, because it's as much. Uh, you know, I was thinking as you guys were talking. Uh, the last time, I really think we I got into this story at the level we are. We, in fact, we never, I never did. You you learn about it in in Catholic school. You learn about it in Sunday school when you're. Younger than Isaac, and oh, isn't it great how Abraham obeyed the Lord? That's how you little eight-year-old right, right, should sure. be. Now, now here we are sitting <laughs> in a room. Now, now we can identify with Abraham, and we're saying, "What? And <laughs> You want me to, you want me to do what? And uh, and then so it's 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 beyond it's a, it. There's obedience, but then there's the faith component, and and the the author here, the the author of this. This particular section of the lesson is, is, is Dr. Don Rainey. He does several of these uh, Connect360 series. He's a, I'm, I'm looking at his credit. He's an adjunct professor at Wayland Baptist University. A shout-out to him because, because I think, because I'm going to kind of point to what he's written here. Um, if I can get back to the page. He says, but What Abraham teaches us, this is Rainey, Is that faith is acting in obedience, even when we don't have the answers to the questions. The faith and obedience go hand in hand. God told Abraham, "His inheritance will, will, his 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 descendants will number, will outnumber the stars." Right. So Abraham's going on that. Now I'm. God wants me to sacrifice my son, which is the first. Right. my first descendant he has the faith to believe there's something more to this right which is which is we should actually appreciate because that is a faith both you and I Bill have admitted we can't get to right. at this
5: point right right I can't, he, I can't he has the Abraham has the capacity to see beyond the sacrifice of Isaac and and mm-hmm. I think that's a lot of what limits us in our faith walk is we can't see beyond certain points right we can't mm-hmm. see beyond certain milestones we can't see beyond a certain level well i think that.
0: you know part of the story it talks about obedience what about isaac's obedience he knew something was up and yet he was following mm-hmm. abraham dan what's up
2: yeah.
0: where's the, what, what what are we going to mm-hmm. burn yeah, <laughs> you know, he knew something was up, and yet he had the faith of obedience too. He,
3: he trusted his father. I mean, th- obviously, he got to the point where he's tied up
5: and lying on the the altar. The the yeah, and, um, yeah, and a pile of rocks, which um, can't be all comfortable, and and, and <laughs> uh, with wood surrounding it. It's it's.
3: We, he does, we 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 are not told what his reaction is if he resists or not. evidently he doesn't resist enough to or, to not be tied up and 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 r- right
0: and I mean his obedience he he knew how serious his dad took this
3: mm-hmm. now does does um, does Abraham say at some point does he does he say I think it's all going to work mm-hmm. out or this, I'm just you know what what does a, what does Abraham say in that situation it, it's kind of be beyond us because we can't imagine ourselves going that far right but if you right. are what well, do you imagine
2: say? going that far he okay. says it twice remember mm-hmm. he says God will provide a sacrifice. He tells his servants that before he goes, and he tells he looks at Isaac and says the same thing. He just doesn't know how far. So he's it's a have it's a little more than, than
3: just equivocating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he's God,
2: saying he uh, says, God himself will provide the lamb. When Isaac asked him this, where's the burnt offering? Yeah, he says, Abraham answered, God himself will prov- <laughs> I'm just crossing my fingers. God himself right. will provide the lamb right. for the burnt offering my son and the two of them went on together. So I'm, I'm crossing yeah. my fingers I can just imagine saying that, going,
5: oh, God, boy, you
2: better
1: do it. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> That's a great point. Yeah.
5: So
2: he believed it, God would provide mm-hmm. another sacrifice. He didn't think he was going to have to sacrifice Isaac, from what I say mm-hmm. here. He really believed that. And boy, the Lord took him right up to
5: the last second. From that read. So you know, I think taking that test to the last second is is part of what, what really proves Abraham's faith you know I mean he he got as far as the, the knife's in his hand and he's ready to you, slash mm-hmm. the throat or stab it in the heart mm-hmm. or you know there's Every debate story. on mm-hmm. what they did the real way to that they would kill the lambs was actually slashing the throat because mm-hmm. it was considered a painless death Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know but you know how far he let him get as far as at least the knife in his hand at mm-hmm. this point which that's pretty serious because at that point Isaac's got to know something's up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: the, the other thing, the author makes that first sentence. He says that's the first sentence. Sometime later, God tested Abraham. Well, Abraham didn't know it at the time. He didn't know yes, it we're the, getting test, the did he? Yes, no. I mean, we
3: narrator
2: he says, that we are being This hold. is an act that God has asked me to do, a horrendous act of obedience. Mm-hmm. And he's going to see if I'm going to do it. That's all he knows. Uh, the writer come back comes back later and said Abraham was tested by God to see how far he'd go.
5: it goes. go. pulls that to the then that just pulls in the oral narrative history because mm-hmm. this obviously became such a big part of the oral history. This whole this whole scene gets mentioned two times in the New Testament as mm-hmm. proof of faith, both in the honor roll of faith over in Hebrews and then again in James.
0: Very good point. And- we're coming up on a break this is man up man up podcast number 68 from Sugarland Baptist Church we will be right back Podcast number 68, it's a spiritual oasis for men. We're not pastors, we're just regular guys. Just trying to make our lives better with this journey of faith, with this great panel of guys going through a Bible lesson. This particular one is out of Connect 360. The topic is Rescue and Redemption. The study that we're doing is Genesis 22, 1 through 19, What we're talking about is the story of Abraham and Isaac. Abraham being commanded by God to sacrifice his son. And Mr. Steve. Well, I've got got the impolite
3: question that we're not supposed to ask at Sunday school.
1: Ah, Um, But But that's the stand up question. We started
3: getting into it right away. Verse 1, verse 22-1. Sometime later, God tested Abraham. Why, what kind of God provides this kind of test? Why, it it seems, Ah, it seems
0: really... Over the top? Over the top, there you go. (laughs) Over the top. There you go. (laughs) Go ahead. Who is going to step up, though, for God? I mean, and honestly... Pretty much as if you're in a corporate environment and you want to find out who's lukewarm or who's hot. And and that's the only way is to do tests.
5: Well, and and it comes down to, you know, John Maxwell wrote, he's got all of his laws, 21 irrefutable laws of leadership. One of them is the law of sacrifice. And in that he's got five quick points. Leaders get tested each stage for growth. Leaders' goal is to pass the test. So every time you're getting ready to go, you have to pass the test. Testing always precedes a promotion. If you think about it, anytime you get tested before you get promoted, and then self promotion or promotion by others can never replace divine promotion. Because you know, those we can't, Abraham could run around all, all the time himself and say, I was the one that started this, it was all me, it was all me. But this story proves how faithful he really was to those going out. And then promotion requires sacrifice. And I'll go back to history before this. God had established his relationship with Adam and Eve. And we'll go with Adam blew it, but we kind of know Eve tricked him into it.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. What podcast six? Yeah, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. Uh,
5: he he tested Noah, who saved everybody, and man, did Noah have some fallabies there at the end. Uh, the Tower of Babel comes about. We've talked about that in previous podcast. Kind of figured out Noah was probably still around during that whole time, right? You know, and now. He's gone down to Ur, of the, Ur, which is Ur of the Chaldees, and he calls Abram, at that point, out. You know, maybe he felt he needed to do a test. Because, you know, this is one, you know, I have to start this whole, the Jewish race, the Jewish religion, to bless all nations. And the parallels between the sacrifice of Christ and the sacrifice of Isaac here are just uncanny from the fact that it's basically probably in the same... Location that goes on to a father offering his only son as a sacrifice. Maybe he wanted to see: Is am I at the? Do I have the right guy? At well, this point, you yeah, have a know. very
2: good point there. Let me
5: tell you
0: something. I absolutely do you realize agree with
5: that. Abraham failed before he succeeded. Yes, Be, because well, right? Because right? because the first time he goes to Egypt to save his to save himself from famine. He basically prostitutes his wife out and get, gets cattle for it.
2: And then the second thing, <laughs> you, know, is, you, one you of those... mentioned Adam, which is just a hilarious, hilarious yeah. parallel, but not really hilarious. Hey, Sarah cannot wait for God to give her a baby. Right. She gets very impatient, says, take my handmaid Hagar right. and give me a child. And guess what? Just like Eve, Adam, <laughs> Abraham... Takes All and has sex with her, right? <laughs> takes
3: advantage,
5: <laughs> takes the fruit, yeah. takes a bite of the fruit. Yeah. Of yeah. His if right.
3: it's okay with you, honey, it's okay. Right. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean,
3: Aaron Adam. I mean, Aaron. I didn't wanna.
4: my wife asked me to. Yeah, How can I tell I, her no?
5: Sarah, right. Sarah, made me do it. Well, <laughs> well, and, and then you get to a little further down you know, when when the angel comes and they have, the angels come and visit Abraham after mm-hmm. all of that and tell them, well Sarah you're going to have a baby, she laughs. Yeah. And right. then she can't speak at all well, so until now. the baby's born. So come <laughs> so, back with you yeah, said. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, may have been the reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sacrifice John was, was, was necessary.
2: Yes. Right? Well, because Abraham did flunk the first time with Hagar. He didn't stand his ground. He knew God told him he would have a son through Sarah and he didn't hold his ground. And well, And, and
5: there, are, there are all kinds of... There, there's a section in Exodus right before... It's after God appears to Moses with the Barney Bush and Moses and his wife are traveling back to Egypt. And he gets struck somehow because he didn't want to get circumcised. I'm trying to remember the whole story, and his wife ends up circumcising him, and he goes on. There are all kinds of little tests in here that I think we see in the Old Testament that I think actually occur in the New t- in our world today that we're just not aware. It, it's the conversation we've had about miracles and things. You know, I know one day I was driving home, I took a side turn because... I was talking on the phone to somebody and I knew if I drove straight home I wouldn't have time to finish Mm -hmm. the conversation. And after I was done with my conversation I pulled into a little street, and I made a little U-turn and pulled back out onto the highway I was going to. I swear to God I picked my foot off the brake to pull out. The car didn't move, thank God, because about the time I took my foot off there was an 18 wheeler right there that would have side punched me doing 16. You know, but it's those. I think it's those little miracles, like you're talking about, like we've talked about in the past. I think these little tests exist also
1: in the I world agree.
5: today that we just don't have them, and they just get written about about these giants of the faith. And the the, mm. the growth
2: is for Abraham as well as oh, for most the testing. Right after a test, we grow if we succeed and do not fail the test. Right.
5: Agreed. Yeah, And there is a reward. There is a promotion. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, right. this is actually, he had been told that all nations, he had been told mm-hmm. before that the land is yours and your mm-hmm. descendants. Now he gets told how many descendants you're going to have. You can't mm-hmm. count them. Oh, okay. and by the way, the entire earth is going to be blessed by you by your... at the end. So this mm-hmm. is actually a major promotion. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a very early right. mess-
3: messianic prophecy. Yeah, very much. That, that this is this is the. He, this is the, he is Father Abraham.
5: Yeah, this is probably the only the second or third. The first mm-hmm. one was when, you know, the God is cursing the serpent, and he talks about mm-hmm. he's gonna, the, his heel will strike your head. Mm-hmm. That's obviously a messianic prophecy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to remember if there was one anywhere in there with Noah, but this is most definitely, in my mind, the second or third messianic mm-hmm. prophecy that actually occurs in the Bible. And this is actually the more specific mm-hmm. yeah. about everyone being blessed. <clears throat>
0: and the thing about Abraham is he just, no questions asked. Mm-hmm. And he went absolutely, I mean, he didn't bargain at all. Um, yeah, how about, how about if I just uh, how hurt his leg? Uh,
4: how about me? You
0: know,
3: the bargaining. Yeah. <clears throat> Later on, he does, but I mean, with with other things. But, but actually, I'm glad you brought this up because what we tend to when we tend to study these stories, we tend to study them in isolation. But if you look at this in terms of, term of Abraham's development, I'm not, which I'm glad we, we talked about, you see, you see that he learns from his go, go He learns from his experience with, with uh, with Sarah, with her pregnancy and her birth. He learns. He, he and and so he gets to this point. It, what it shows is relationship with with a relationship with God growing, going somewhere. It didn't, it it didn't just begin and stay the same way. No. Right, right. No. It, there's a there is a growing trust that we see, and if if. The story, of course, you're you're saying we we get tested every day. This, of course, is Genesis. This is larger than life. This gives us, you know, the ultimate big test, the major leagues here. Uh, So maybe we can come away with feeling, well, our our tests are relatively
4: minor by comparison. Well, you can generally find somebody else's trial and tribulations that are far going to exceed your own. You know, um, just... Uh, that's so easy. Oh, my leg hurts today. I mean, you look at the guy without one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right, right. Right. It could be worse. Right.
0: You know, it's a very good point.
2: <clears throat> the uh, the point that uh, again we we're this here that Abraham did in fact fail before he succeeded, and and, and following the Lord and doing what he trusted, we see that repeated again as in David and Bathsheba. Mm-hmm. We see David fall flat on his face and, and he does pay consequences for it. and and uh, He loses his first child by Bathsheba and then, of course, God has uh, the lineage through, for Jesus Christ through Solomon, his son by Bathsheba. But the point here is Steve, I think, referenced and inferred to many of the people do not know that Abraham's first son, Ishmael, is the father of the Muslim people. Mm-hmm. And a very great thorn in the flesh to Israel today. In fact, possibly their worst enemy. So you yeah. do. When you do fall and fall and you and you fall on your face, sometimes the consequences do stay with you. Mm-hmm. you know?
0: And like I, I have thrown this out many times before, you don't know where your spoke is in the <clears throat> overall story. What part are you playing in this story?
5: Well, so. and, and I think this entire module is going to really focus on what you're saying. So we're doing rescue and redemption, which is the central tenet of the Christian faith. You know, we're called above all other things to rescue and redeem people. That, that is our number one calling as Christians, is to rescue and redeem And part of that rescue and redeem, you don't know where you are in that redemption story for that person. Um, The young lady that was baptized this past week at our church, that was one of the most awesome stories I'd ever seen. Um, She had come over here from Ukraine, been in America two weeks ago, visited our church, joined, and was baptized last Sunday. And
0: obviously... And she met a pastor who was here visiting yes. from the UK, Ukraine. That, yeah, from like one, 20 miles away yeah, from home yeah, right, right yeah. town
5: or yeah. something super and, crazy. And what, our, yeah, and what our, our pastor, Pastor Taylor, did on Sunday was one of the most, we always at our at our church, for those of you who don't know, we are Baptists, we practice Believers' Baptism, but we always In immersion. Have, right, in immersion. We always have people who have taught those people in Sunday school friends of those, any of those, stand when that person is baptized as part of a show of support for that person. Yeah. But this time, since she was brand new. Yeah, yeah. he had the entire church stand as a support of
0: her. That we are going to shepherd her.
1: Yeah, three mm-hmm. and which
0: which, and, and honestly, when you think about it, how many times, and I've, I've said this before, do we how much time do we spend looking in the mirror instead we should be looking out the windshield you know because everybody has a if plan A doesn't work they have a plan B if that doesn't work they have a plan C but how many people have a A when A works how about double A and when double A works we're going to triple A (coughs) you know what I'm saying it's almost like we focus so much on the negative that we have to fail just to feel comfortable cuz we've already thought it out Yeah, know? <laughs> i
3: know i feel, i know what to do now <laughs> right right yeah. i planned
5: for that right <laughs> right
0: i planned to fail and so i these beans are coming
4: in handy you know so That's yeah. a good point. just uh, think of abraham's faith now oh There's,
0: man he's got to I mean, man he's got faith to
4: put his kid on an altar <laughs> and put his arm in the air and you get called and you look up and there's your sacrifice that you've been saying god will provide i mean can you ever doubt after that but also I mean, i'm sure you can
0: that that's, that's a total man thing though he was being tormented and yet he held it in and talking to his son god will provide and he was whether he was totally convinced or not that's what he was saying that was that's being a man that's manning up as unpleasant as it is I'm going I'm gonna go through it but once you're through that whole crisis you are a different man you can't put the butterfly back in the caterpillar so you've made it you're already out
4: yeah. Sometimes okay. you have to that's, say that's it to encourage
3: yourself.
4: So. Yeah, that's a billism. Go ahead. Yeah, Use that. That's a billism. So, uh, just my uh, crazy thinking when I read stories like this, because I do this when I watch movies and everything, you watch with the flip flops and the, the strange things and anomalies and whatever. Does the fact that it's a ram make any difference whatsoever? Because you're saying that God will provide the lamb. But where is the lamb for the burnt offering? So, was the lamb the traditional burnt-offering animal? Or could that be anything? I mean, obviously, ram in this story... One, that the, the ram is, a ram, the male, ram, is the
0: male...
3: It's one of the accepted...
4: Uh, well, I can tell lamb. you this... Is it a
0: male lamb, or is it a male sheep, or... A male sheep, ram. ram. Yes. Well, I can tell you this. There's a lot fewer rams than there are lambs. Well, okay? that's true. And it's almost as if giving him the prize. Well, this is the big boy. There's only one per X amount of sheep, okay? And they typically stay in the group. You don't have to chase a ram, okay? You don't have to chase a bull. You don't have to chase a boar hog. They never go anywhere. They stay where the women are. That's just that's just okay. the way So the so ram is are. a male
2: species. Yes.
0: So this is actually sheep.
2: another play on
0: the, on the situation. So it can sex absolutely, is. I mean, to me it's almost as if... Okay. Man, you're not getting the blue ribbon. You're getting the trophy. You're gonna get the trip to Disney World. You yeah. know, you pass with flying colors, you, you know. So that, that, you see what I'm saying? I mean, as opposed with a, just a random lamb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if this was the ram, I mean, that that is awesome. Yeah. If well, that's what showed up, yeah. you know, so. Anyway, we're getting down to the end here. <coughs> I want to go around the room. <coughs> Man, if I could get this frog out of my throat. <coughs> and uh, get some final thoughts uh, from the fellows. And uh, we'll start with uh, Mr. Mike, the judge. Alright, alright.
2: Uh, folks, you, know, you of course heard the story about Abraham offering his son Isaac as a sacrifice uh, and God stopping him after God asked him to do it. Um, I'm going to read just a a couple lines here from the author who who wraps up the uh, lesson we're in. And once again, they mentioned it earlier. We're in in Connect 360, Rescue and Redemption, the first lesson of the book. And uh, the author says, You know, it's easy to trust God when life is going smoothly. However, when life gets difficult, or God calls us to step up out of our comfort zones, the level our trust in God will become evident and be tested, I'm adding, and be tested. Our instinct is to grab the wheel and try to steer away from any discomfort or ignore the call of God altogether. However, as followers of Christ, God has the authority to interrupt our plans. And when he does, the quality of our faith is going to be revealed. God will never direct us now to sacrifice our, ch- our children on the altar, but he will ask us to place our child in his hands. He may also take and ask us to give up things in which we have always put our trust and sense of security. For instance, our bank account, our relationship, our talent, our abilities. And what he does is he is not punishing us, but he's inviting us to a deeper level of trust. And God is saying, give me all you have and trust that
5: I will provide all you need. Excellent. Professor? Yeah, I just... I think it's an ultimate test. I think it's a test that Abraham passed with flying colors that's a true testament to his faith. That pretty much all of us in this room admitted we'd have a really hard time passing that test. Absolutely. You know, even I don't even know if I could get on the road. Uh, you know, I'm, uh, I'll chime in where you guys are. I don't even know if I could get on. You want me to do what? Right. No, you're crazy. No, you told me this is the way to go. I've done this. Now you need, and you know, the bargaining with God would have begun immediately. Absolutely. And, and we don't even see that this with Abraham. Right. He didn't even bargain. Right. He just, okay. Right.
4: And moved on. Kyle. You know, it's, the story doesn't end there, though. You know, uh, again, for this, it's uh, the beginning of us and everything in between then and now, you know, um, Isaac lives long life actually, 180 years, you know, and then you start watching the lineage of Jesus Christ, and it's traced all the way back to that, you know, so, you know, slight alterations in our history or whatever can make massive ripple effects, you know, upon everyone's lives. So, what if Isaac was killed that day? How would that have changed things? You know, um, just the crazy things that run through uh, recovering Catholic anyway. (laughs) (laughs) As you you try and understand and figure it all out and, uh, you know... Uh, such interesting stuff, and I I really appreciate being here.
0: Yeah, and you know, and that's the thing about man up. I mean, we we all have different backgrounds, and we have all have different point of views. I can tell you this: as a dad, no, I wouldn't be able to do it. But even as a son, and if I was in my teens, because I was a little bit rebellious, I'm not even sure if I would have known. I I'm not sure I would even have the faith and obedience, not only as the dad, but as uh, Isaac to be able to, to follow my dad to that. And I think, I mean, and from what you guys and we have talked about about this lesson, it's enlightened me into the fact that maybe uh, God had tested plenty of other people. Maybe I was the guy right before Abraham and th- this guy wouldn't do it. And Abraham actually would. And you know what? That's amazing. And, you know, maybe I'm, we're going to have those in our lives, those major Tests, and this is a sample that some of them can get brutal and that's part of being a man and man on so uh, Steve, uh, your summary and then uh, go ahead and pray us out
3: I I can't follow up that but I will say um, this is a very interesting lesson to begin a series on rescue and redemption with because that is that is not only what Christianity is all about, it is a theme that runs through the Bible. We, we I mean the ultimate rescue and redemption is the story of the Bible, the story of, of Christ's sacrifice, but in in there there's all these little subplots where right. that theme is repeated. And not only not some not I mean we we, we had Noah before this, we have this which involves the the willingness to sacrifice a son and only son, which of course is then comes full circle in the Gospels. Um, also, this we, we brought up, which is which is a great point. This this story takes place on the very spot that would become Jerusalem and become the, the temple, where the temple would be built, and of course Jerusalem would be around it. Uh, and and yes, you pointed you pointed out, and exactly, not far from this spot would be where Christ was crucified. So this um, there's a there's that whole unity of theme here, and and I look forward to, to, to following that as we continue to do
0: this study. Excellent. And uh, go ahead, Steve. Uh, I'm, I'm, pray I'm about us out. To pray us out. Okay. Lord Jesus, we
3: thank you uh, uh, for the chance to gather. We thank you for our listeners. We pray for our Christian community here and those who are listening. Uh, we pray that those who are listening are have community or will find it. Um, we uh, look with, with astonishment, awe, and trepidation at Abraham's willingness to obey you. When and you know, looking into our own hearts, we wonder: could could we ever, could we ever, approach that uh, obedience? Uh, fortunately, we know you through uh, the Lord Jesus. We know you offer us salvation through His death and resurrection, uh, and we uh, perhaps just pray for that. We hold on to that that gift and that knowledge, and. Uh, continue to build that relationship bit by bit, test by test uh, to grow in our relationship with you. Uh, and now we ask you to, to, to bless our church and bless our nation and bless the people of this world in the name of the Father,
0: Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 And we certainly hope that
4: Oh, go ahead, hey, go ahead, and shout it out. So uh, yeah, we had some comments from JD Piro. Oh man! Uh, on one of our uh, last on last week's podcast, actually. So uh, just wanted to give him a shout out. Before we oh, very out. nice. And so if thanks, you JD, uh, for paying attention, excellent, JD. Let's
0: on uh, we please. are on iTunes. We're also on SoundCloud. We have a Facebook page. Man, up. We also are on Twitter and now have a website, so we are uh, we are hooked in, and it's the the
5: website is Man Up Spiritual Oasis. If you Bing or Google, it will show up that way. The actual website address is man dash up spiritual all one word, and that will get Excellent. you to our website. And from there, you can see. You can, for better or worse, see us. Right, I mean, right, right. Whether you, whether you want to or not, and, and
0: we want to invite each and every one of you to uh, join a Bible-based church, get involved in a, a Sunday school or an adult Bible fellowship. Try to find a men's only, and uh, and if there isn't one, start one. This is Man Up. You've been listening to Man Up.
1: You've got you can't handle the truth
0: dedicated to the uncommon man created by equally uncommon men if i were the man i was five years ago i'd take a flame through into this place you can contact us on facebook under man up post questions and we'll answer them right here on the man up podcast